Let's go, let's go, Leila. Okay, we are learning Le'ili Nishmas, my mother, Imam Rasi Necha, Bas Chaim Zedel, we're learning Le'ili Nishmas, the Kedoshim of our Achim, Nicole Basis, all that have been taken from us since October 7th. And we, of course, learn and hope for the Necham of their families. And we're learning for the Zechus of our Chayalim. They should be victorious, Bikaro, very soon to eradicate the evil of Hamas and all of our enemies from our midst. Okay, we are in Yudches Amr Aleph. We are by the two dots, by the the third line down of the wide lines. And really, just to recap, we we concluded yesterday um, in a quick fashion. And however, this is a very important Gemara that we saw right before these two dots, which was after we taught the order of Shemona Esrei. So we learned that the Anshak and kind of put into motion the ultimate tefillah, tehillah, really, praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we saw from the Pasuk in Tehillim Kuf Vav Pasuk Beis that who will be the one that can fill their mouth with the with the Gevura Hashem to really express the greatness, the strength of Hashem. It's one who could hear all of his tehillah, all of his praise. And for us who are not capable of doing that, we can't really add on to the praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why if one starts to praise Hashem outside um, the already uh, structured Tehillah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then really they're not supposed to stop. And that's why Rabbi Barbar Khanam Rabbi Yochanan said that one who speaks the Shevach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, more than he is supposed to, more Yosher Midai, he, in a way he's uprooted from the world because um once he starts, he can never really stop. And once he's stopped, that means that he's really saying there's a limitation to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's praise. And that's why we ended off with this um, beautiful Gemara of the expounding of Rabbi Yehuda Ish Kfar Gevurya Amrela Ish Kfar Gavur Chayil, where he says that the Pasuk in Tehillim Samechei Beis, where it says, Lecha Dumia Tehillah, that to you silence is praise. And Sama Dekula, the... Um, the healing of all or the medication for all things is mishtuka. It's silence. And we said, it says in the West, that yes, a word that may be worth one sela, but when you when you're quiet, that's worth two. It's it's more valuable to just be quiet and 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 be silent when it comes to certain things and let that which the Anshakanasdal put into motion be that which wins the day. Okay, we're on the two dots. Next part of the Mishnah says, So a person who reads the Megillah by heart, they are not fulfilled their mitzvah reading the Megillah. Where do we know this? As Rabbi says, We actually have a Gezerah Shavah of remembering, remembering. writes over here in the Megillah, This is in Perek Tes, Pasuk Chav Ches. At these days you shall remember. Uchsiv Hasam, it writes over there, this is in Shemos Yud Zayin Yud Dalit, at the end of the Milchemes Amalek in Rifidim, where Yehoshua, he overpowers, and he's victorious over Amalek, and where Moshe Rabbeinu is on the mountaintop, keeping his arms up, and he has Chur and Aaron, and one on one side, one on the other. And at the end it says, Kasav Zos Zikaron Basefer, you shall write this remembrance, Basefer, in a sefer, Malahalam Basefer, just like over there by Amalek, we had to write it down on a scroll. Afkam Basefer, so to here it has to be written on a scroll. 
So and then we ask, Why are we assuming, though, that when it says Zahira, this remembrance, which we just said was to put it on a scroll, and that means Kriya, it means to Kriyahi, it means to read it. Why do we assume that? Maybe it just means have it on a safer and study it. It doesn't mean necessarily you have to read it. So the says, no, you shouldn't think that. Why? Titania, as it writes, Zachor. Right, right. This is in Devarim Chaf Hey Yudzain. This is actually the mitzvah of of Mechias uh, Amalek to to eradicate Amalek. Right. So it says Zachor. You should remember. Yachol Boleiv. You might have assumed that maybe this means just remember in your heart. So Kashu Omer. But since when it says right after Zachor, it says Lo Tishkach. You shall not forget. Hare Shichas Halev Amor. That's referring to not forgetting in the heart. So Hamani Makayim Zachor. So then, what do I establish from the word Zachor? It must mean bepe, remember through your mouth. So now that we have zachor and zachor, zachir and zachir meant you have to write it down on a scroll. And zachor also now we learn means bepe, has to be said bepe, because just saying it in your heart, that was from Lotishkach. So therefore we apply it back to the Megillah. The Megillah has a zachir and has to be read. It can't just be said by heart. Okay. Next part of the mission says, Kara targum lo If you read it as a translation, you have not fulfilled your mitzvah of Megillah. So, hechidami. So, what is the case exactly? Okay. So, Elam, if you want to say, Dichsiva Mikra, Vikarila Targum, if you want to say that you read, that it was written, Mikra, with Hebrew, however, Vikarila Targum, but you read the Hebrew as an ex- explanation, like with Aramaic. So, the problem is that that's doing it by heart. You're not really reading the words. What you're reading is not what you're saying. So, that's really considered reading it by heart. So how do you explain this case? No, rather we need it. It's where it was written in Targum and you read it in Targum. And what the what the um, Mishnah was saying is that that is not fulfilling one's mitzvah to if it's written in Targum and reading it in Targum. And then it says, But you're allowed to read it in a foreign language for those who are from that foreign place. That's you were allowed to do. That's what the Mishnah says. So now the Gemara asks, wait a second. But the thing is, we just said earlier on in the Mishnah, a line earlier, that if you read it in any Lashon, you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah. Now the truth is, when we explained the Mishnah two episodes ago, we came to the conclusion that the difference between the first part and the second part of the Mishnah was that in the first part, you don't understand the other language, whereas in the second part, it is your it is your native tongue and therefore you would understand it. But it's a valid question here because at this point, from how we're understanding the Mishnah, it doesn't necessarily sp- uh, spell out that in the first part when it said you can't read in other languages, it meant that you didn't understand those other languages. So now how is it that the Seifa is saying you could read in other languages that you understand, whereas in the Reisha it said you couldn't read in other languages? Ah, so let's see. So Rav Ushmol, they say, both of them say, what what are we referring to here? This lalazos balaz that you can re, you can write it or you can read it in another foreign language. It's balaz yevani. So Rav and Shmuel say it specifically with the language of Greek. So what exactly would be the case? If you want to say that it's written in Ashuris in Lashona Kodesh, the Karilayevanis, but you read it as Greek. So once again, the problem is that would be reading it by heart. So Amar of Acha, Amar Rabbi Elazar. So Rabbi Acha says the name Rabbi Elazar. The case is Shiksuva Belaz Yevanis. It's where you actually wrote it in the language of Greek. 
And Ravin Shmuel is saying that, yeah, you can also read it in the language of Greek. So up until now, what we're saying is in the Mishnah, when it spoke about other languages, it meant mamash, all other languages. And when it said this in the next line, Lulazos Balaz, it meant Greek and reading it in Greek. And that you would be Yotze. Okay. Now, just one other teaching from the Amar Rabbi Acha Amar Rabbi because we just quoted his answer. He also taught from the Pasuk in, he says, From where do we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu called Yaakov El, meaning God? Wow, okay. Hashem referred to Yaakov as God. That's a incredible question, right? But he bases it off of a Pasuk, Shnemar, as it says in Bereshis, it says, El, Elohei Yisrael, that he called to him God, the God of Israel. He said, how are we to understand this? To eat, no, so what Rav Acha Amar Abiyazar is saying is that this is Hashem calling to him, that being Yaakov El, that, and, and it's the, the God of Israel called him El. So let's see. Because because if I were to have thought that Lemizbech Karla Yaakov El, that it was in that from that pasuk that it was Yaakov himself who built the mizbech that he was calling the mizbech that he built El, he was calling it God. Then Vayikralo Yaakov mibayale. It should have said, then said that Vayikralo was called to it, meaning Yaakov called to it. That being that being the mizbeach, he called it El. However, Ella, rather, this is how you to understand the pasuk Vayikralo. I mean, they called to him that being. Who is him? Liakov El. That he called to him, that being Yaakov, he called him El. Umi Karu El. And who was the one who called him that? It was Elohei Yisrael. It was the God of Israel. So that's how he understands Rachar Marbelazar. That he understands that, oh, why? Akadosh Baruch who called Yaakov El. Okay. Clearly, there didn't have to be more, more analysis to understand what exactly does that mean? Was this like a turning point in Klal Yisrael? In the relationship between Akash Baruch Hu, as if Hashem is like giving the baton to Yaakov Avinu to now lead the way for this world and the family that he will build. Okay, it's a lot to think about. Now let's get back to our Gemara. So now based on what we said, up until now, what, what are we up to? We have said that all other languages, you cannot read the Megillah, but Yavanis, you can write it and read it in Greek. Okay, so Mesive, we have a question on this. Kara giftis, ivris, ilmis, midis, yivanis, loyatsa. The Brisa says that if you read it in these languages of giftis, ivris, ilmis, midis, and yivanis, you have not fulfilled your obligation, loyatsa. So what's going on here? Didn't we just say that yivanis you could read in that language? That's clearly a challenge. This Brisa is a challenge of what we just said. So the Gemara says, Halo Damya, he says, the teaching of our mission is not similar except to this, Elalaha, rather, Say it's similar to this price, which is giftis le giftis, giftis le giftim, ivris le ivrim, ilmis le ilmim, yevanis le yevanim, yatsa. You have to read it like this that from this price that for a giftis, they can read it in their language of giftis, meaning the giftim can read it in giftis, the ivrim can read it in ivris. Because they understand it. The Ilmim could read it in Ilmis and the Yavanim could read it in Yavanis. So we see that, yeah, if you understand the language that you are reading the Megillah, you could be Yotze. So now the question, though, is if we're applying that to our Mishnah, now it sounds like all languages that at least the person understands, then they're going to be Yotze. And it sounds like 
the uh, original line of the Mishnah, which said that all languages you can't be Yotze, means all languages that you don't understand. But now we have a problem. If that be the case, then Rabu Shmuel Amai Makmila Lemasis and Belazivanis. I understand if this be the case that we're like this price, then why is Rabin Shmuel saying that they're establishing a Mishnah like the language of Greek? Look, Mabacholas, why don't you establish to any laws, to any language, and just say that it's the person who understands that language that's reading it in that language? So the Gemara answers like this Ella Masnis and Gebraisa. Rather, our Mishnah does go like that, Brisa, meaning in our Mishnah, all languages work as long as the person reading it understands that language. And now to address Rabin Shmuel. And when the Rav and Shmuel say what they said about Greek, they said it just randomly, like regarding anything else, not necessarily reading it into our Mishnah. And Rav Shmuel, they say, that the language of Greek for all is kosher. Okay. So now, but now we have a problem though, because Vahakatani, Yevonis in our mission it says from the Brisa that we that we plug into our mission it says Yevonis Liyevanim that Yevanim can read Liyevanis in they can however Luchuliam below but for everyone else they can't now Robin Shmuel just said that Greek is kosher for everyone sounding like even if they don't understand it but this Brisa that we have now plugged into our Mishnah seems to imply that only for Yevanim they can read in Greek but not for everyone else they can read in Greek so we have to once again try and understand Rabbi Shmuel. So inhu, so they, Rabbi Shmuel, the Amor, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, they say like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, meaning they're not going to work within our Mishnah. They are clearly going the opinion and they are following Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, which is something we saw earlier on in the Masechta on Ches Amr Beis. It's not as we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, Av Sfarim lo hitiru They said even all other Sfarim in Tanakh, we were not given the permission to write them except for in Greek. That implies from Shem Gamliel that, yeah, you could write it in Greek, even maybe if you don't understand it. So then we ask the question, So why didn't Rabbi Shmuel just say the halacha follows Rabbi Shem Gamliel? If they would have said that, then we would have known, yeah, Greek works for, I guess, all Sfarim, even if you don't understand it. So then the answer is, why didn't Rabbi Shmuel say Rabbi Shem Gamliel? If they would have said that the halacha is like Rabbi Shem Gamliel, I mean, I would have thought, I would have thought that it's only referring to other Svarim. But when it comes to the Megillah, where it writes by it, like it is written, which would maybe imply only Ashuris. I might say, no, that Rabbi Shingamil doesn't apply. And if you have to write it and read it in Ashuris in Hebrew. So therefore, Rabbi Shmuel, they don't say Rabbi Shingamil, Kamash Malam comes to teach us Rabbi Shmuel that even by the Megillah, you can read it, you can write it, and you can read it in Yavanis. But as we said, plugging it back to our Mishnah, by the Mishnah, any language works for the person that understands the language, and it, any language doesn't work for a person that doesn't understand that language. And Rav and Shmuel are, it sounds as though they are a separate opinion that says that when it comes to Greek, anyone can read it in Greek, even if they don't understand. Okay. Then we said, Then we said, a foreigner who doesn't understand Hebrew, who reads it, who hears it in Ashuris, in Hebrew, they fulfilled their mitzvah. The Gemara asked the question, though, the problem is, they don't know what's being said. Up until now, we've seemed to have stressed the need for someone to understand what they are hearing. If someone hears Ashuris, but they don't understand Ashuris, how could it be that they're Yotze? So they say it's like, 
that of women and unlearned people. Now, the assumption at this point in the Gemara is that women did not have an education to understand Ashuris, and therefore the Gemara is saying, you know what? For this foreigner who's hearing it in Ashuris, we treat him just like we would by women and unlearned people as well, that they are as well hearing the Megillah, but they are, even though they don't understand it, they're still fulfilling their mitzvah. Okay. So then Maskila Ravina, so Ravina has a question. He has a challenge on this. He says, Atu Anan, but what about us? Where it says the Pasuk in Megillah, Parakhes Pasuk Yud, it says, Ha'achshar Tanim B'nei Haramachim. Those words, Mi Adinon, who really knows what those words mean? Right? And yet we seem to have implied that um, it's totally fine and you're fulfilling the mitzvah. So Ella, rather, what must we say? Mitzvah's kriya persumenis. At the end of the day, the mitzvah is to read it, to hear it being read, and to publicize the miracle. Meaning, from the fact that everyone else doesn't understand, even the learned people don't understand this pasuk of ha'achashtarnim b'nei haramachim, we don't understand it yet. We've never questioned the fact that we're yotze or not. So what comes out from that? It means that the mitzvah is to just hear the reading and to publicize the miracle. Hachanami here as well for the foreigner. Mitzvah's kriya persumenisa. It's a mitzvah to read it and to publicize the miracle. And that seems to be the end-all be-all of the hearing of the Megillah. Even if it's an Ashuris, for those who don't understand it, and even for everyone else who doesn't understand Ashuris, even though we don't understand that one Pasuk, still it's all about hearing it being read and publicizing the miracle. Okay, the next part of the of the Mishnah said, Kara Seirugin Yatsabakhule. So if you read it in Seirugin, you have fulfilled your mitzvah. Now we translate Seirugin as reading it in intervals, a piece here, a piece there. Granted, it's in order, but a piece here, a piece here. So now the Gemara is going to go into a bunch of examples where we didn't know what the word meant, and yet we learned it from the maidservant of Rabbi. So this is how it goes. The Rabbanan, they did not know what this word Seirugin meant. So Shamuel Rabbi. So they overheard the maidservant of the house of Rabbi, the Ka'amra Luhula Rabbanon, that she said to those Rabbanon, that were entering into the house few at a time, here and there. She said to them, until how long are you going to be entering into Serugan Serugan, like intervals and intervals? a little by this and a little by that. So they learn from the fact that she, how she used Serugin, they learn that it means a little at a time, a little at a time. Okay, that's Serugin. Once another example. Lo my chalug lugos. So the Rabbana didn't know what this word chalug lugos meant. So Shamuel la'amasa de Rebbe. So they heard the maidservant of the house of Rebbe saying, to amr hahu gavra, that she said to this person, to have ka mevader parpachini, that was scattering purslin, which is a type of plant. Ad matai atamefazer chaluglugach. She said to this guy, How long are you going to be scattering this chaluglugach? When they implied, oh, chaluglugach means purslin, what this person was scattering, what they saw him scattering. Third example, the Rabban didn't know what this Pasuk meant in Mishle, Parakdal, Pasuk Zayin and Ches, Sal Salah, Mecca. The Sal Salah. It will exalt you. So Shamuel Amso. So they heard this maidservant the Be'Rebbe, the Havos Amro Lahu Gavra. They heard her saying to this this person, Bimazia, who was curling his hair, Amrale. She said to him, Mesalsal 
until how long are you going to be masalsal, curling your hair? So they learn what masalsal meant. Another example, lo mai hashlech al Hashem yehavcha. They didn't know, the Rabban didn't know what this Pasuk in Tehillim, Perak Nun Hey, Pasuk Chaf Gimel, of Hashlech, cast upon Hashem, Yehavcha, your Yehav. They didn't know what the Yehav meant. What did that mean? So, Amar Rabba Bar Achana, so Rabba Bar Achana said, Zimna Chada, one time, Have Azilna Bahaliahu Tia, one time I was traveling with this Arab, the Kadrina Tuna, and I was uh, carrying this load. And this Arab said to me, Shakul Yehavicha, take off your Yehavicha, which means load, and throw it upon the camel. So we learn from that story, Yehavicha means the load. So I'll cast upon Hashem the load. Okay. Another example, Oha Yadar Rabbanon, my Vita'atatia Bematata Hashmed from Yeshaya Paragidal Pasachav Gimel. The rabbis didn't know what this word, what this these words meant vitatia. I shall tatia with a tatia of destruction. What's this tatia mean? So Shamula Amsa de Rebbe. So over, they once again overheard the maidservant of Rebbe say, the Havas Amrlachavata, she said to her friends, Shakuli Tatita Vitati Beta. Take the broom, Tatita, and sweep the house. So now Tatia means uh the broom. I shall and I shall uh, sweep away with the broom of destruction. Okay. Tan Rabbah, the rabbis taught. Karo Seirugin Yatza. Okay, so they taught, if you read Beseirugin, you fulfill the mitzvah, because you ended up reading the whole Megillah, just it took more time. You read it a piece here, a piece there. Now we're on Yud Chesam and Beis. However, Seirusin Lo Yatza. But if you read Seirusin, you have not fulfilled your mitzvah. And Seirusin Rashi says, as Lema Freya. That's the same example as reading it out of order. Or cutting it off here, reading a little here, reading a little there, but out of order. And then Rav Muna Omer, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda. Rav Muna says in Rabbi Yehuda, Af Rugin, even with Seirugin, if you're reading it piece by piece, but in between two parts, you actually waited the amount of time it, it would have taken you to finish the whole entire Megillah. So then really you have to go back to the beginning. And then Amar Rav Yosef. And Rav Yosef says, Halacha, Kerebi Muna. Shamarishim Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yosef says, Allah actually follows Rav Muna, who said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, that if you are going to read in intervals, but there is a there is a pause that you waited the amount of time it would have taken to read the, to read the Megillah, to finish the Megillah, then it's like you really got to start over. And then Amar Le'abayla Rabbi Yosef, so Abayla says to Rabbi Yosef, he asked the question, could they leave more as Kula? Right, Rav Yosef said the halakha is like Rav Muna. So Abay asked Rav Yosef, okay, this pause that we're talking about here, is it could they leave more as Kula? When he was saying that it's that you pause to complete the whole entire thing, is it mehecha de kaila safe? Is it is it meaning that where you, where you stopped that from that point until the end? That's the time we're talking about. Oh, dilma me racial safe. Or are we talking about a pause that was as long as from the very beginning of the Megillah, of the Megillah to the very end? So Amar Le, so Rav Yosef said me racial safe. He said we're talking about a pause, a gap that really takes the time between read or reading it from the very beginning of the Megillah to the very end of the Megillah. That's how long your wait has to be. It's not like if you stop in the middle of the fifth parak and then you waited from the fifth parak on that those 10 minutes, we're talking about at least, you know, 30 minute wait, 25 minute wait, however long it takes you to read the Megillah. It's Im King, because if that was not the case, if we were not talking about that type of 
pause, then nasata devarecha l'shir, and then you're really giving your words for measurements, because you're never going to know, right? You're going to say that every pause is going to be very different throughout the whole entire Megillah. One's going to be a two-minute break, right? If you stop at the very end of the Megillah, so then you'll have to start reading the whole Megillah over if you only waited two minutes. So therefore, we just say it's really every break you take, it has to be, if you're going to wait as long as it would take to read the whole Megillah, that's a problem. Anything less than that, you can continue reading on. Okay, so now we have here, what we'll do is we have a, a Gemara that explains who Paskins like who, and um, it, takes, it will take a little longer, so what we'll do is we'll stop here. Yasher Koach.